Welcome to Taste of Massachusetts, helping you program your GPS for New England. I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti, and we are live on AMA 30 WCRN, as well as the Spark Radio Network. And, of course, we become a podcast, usually sometime on Sunday, on both iTunes and Sketcher. I always say it wrong. Stitcher? Stitcher. Stitcher. Which is weird, because that's the platform I actually use most, because you don't have to actually download. You can listen straight through. Oh, you can stream it? Yeah, you can stream it straight through, so it's nice. Um, welcome, everybody, to Taste of Massachusetts. Um, once again, uh, I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti. Joining me tonight, the guys from Masshole.Eats, Lee to my left, Clancy to my right. Guys, how are you? What's up, Vinny? Good, man. How it's been doing? a while, I think. Uh, for you, it has. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Lee's been, Lee subbed in, I think, a couple weeks Lee's, ago. Uh, Lee's pretty consistent. Lee is the marathon man of the uh, of the show, I think. Yes. Yeah, same thing behind Massel Eats, too, but yeah, yeah. unsung hero. He does it all. Um, so as we generally like to do, uh, we start out the show with shout-outs. Now, obviously, you can tell I'm getting right into the show, uh, mainly because, I mean, we're probably going to do at least a full hour of shout-outs just between you guys, what I didn't get to last night, um, all the places that you guys have been to, so... Um, you know, you are the guest, so I figured I would throw it to you guys. And uh, actually, little piece of housekeeping: um, you guys have been active with the blogging, vlogging, and um, podcasting, and you've gotten some great interviews in the last what two weeks? I know you haven't posted them all, but yeah, two or th- two Brit- or three weeks. Brittany from Boston Food Journal. Yep. yep. Um, uh, what's the? Co- oh my God, Jane from Bowen Appetit. Yeah, Bon Appetit and then, Mom. And uh, Mike and Jacob from Date Seat. Yeah, I mean, amazing, uh, great, like, great quality people. Yeah, Clancy's great at the outreach. We got those. some, uh, we got a couple good ones coming in the future. <laughs> we have a professional eater that we are scheduling to interview, and uh, we have a lady in uh, Washington State who makes edibles. So very <laughs> professionally, professionally, professionally. Uh, it's, it's legal over there, and uh, yeah, so it's interesting. We've learned a lot. It's uh, it's interesting. A lot of good business owners too. I'm really so you have a professional that. eater? Yeah, yep. professional eater. Um, he won the wing contest. No, he didn't. He placed fifth. Placed with, fifth. Uh, I think he ate like 500 wings in over three rounds. Wow. He, yeah. Is it Matt Stoney? No, no, it's no, uh, no. Monty, Monty something or other. Mo Trainees, he goes by. Yeah, yeah. He, nice. So it's funny. He's not even really like a seasoned professional. He just started, but he does like he does everything in Philly. He's a a radio host, a show host, and a blogger there. So that's how we heard of him. Wow, man after my own heart. <laughs> man, <laughs> um, I think you should get into professional eating. I know uh, that is complete the uh, the you, Renaissance man. You guys know I am not. Oh, actually, you guys don't know. We've never actually. Oh no, other than. Uh, other than sweet last Saturday, we've right. never actually gone to a dinner together. No, we did. You took us out with the uh, cam girls. Oh yeah, I know, but that was like just us going out yeah. to eat. Like that wasn't like a restaurant hosting us or whatever. We haven't tried to, you know, really fill our bellies. There's yeah. a place <laughs> called Coogan's that I think you'll like. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I don't like. I am. I am definitely not the pro eater type in any way. Ne- shape, neither or am I. I talk about eating a lot all the time, and Clancy just looks at me with like a look of disgust because he knows I just eat with my eyes, and then like maybe <laughs> he four. Is- Small stomach I've ever seen. Big he'll, eyes. Yeah, he'll go to the place and order everything on the menu and then bring 90% of it home because yeah. he can't eat any you know of it. You know the worst part is? Everyone else eats the leftovers because at that point I'm like, oh, I had my fill. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a, like, taster and, you know, I, I don't... You want a taste of everything. A little bit of everything. Like a taste of Massachusetts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. You know, the, the original, like, concept on Taste of Massachusetts was basically... I wanted to call it the flavor of Massachusetts, but that's just wouldn't work. And sounds a little weird. No, but like I wanted to talk about local food, local travel, Uh, local fun things to do, uh, which we do do. Yeah, you can do that with taste. You know, yeah, yeah. and we do do that um, on the show probably more so than what most people think. Um, You know, they hear taste of Massachusetts, they think initially just food. Obviously, with. uh, you do a segment of, you know, all sorts of tours and places yeah. to go. Well, it, it is weird, though, because we are, Massachusetts is so very seasonal that, mm, yes. like, we are right now, like, February, March, no one schedules anything. No, because you don't know what the weather is going to be. Because, well, you know there's Valentine's Day, you know there's St. Patrick's Day, mm. and other than that, like, it's theater, maybe. Yeah. You know, or... um you know, it, it's it's very very difficult. I mean, we we do uh, we do talk about things when they do come up, and obviously I'm always scouring. But um, really, February March is like the worst time. April, as soon as April hits, that's when stuff comes out. Like we were just talking last night, and I felt bad, so I wanted to give them a shout out. Um, they're doing <laughs> they're doing a um, Franklin Park Zoo is doing a night at the zoo this Saturday at five o'clock. You know, special private event, ticketed event. Mm-hmm. And they're calling it um, they're calling it their Tropics Night. <laughs> oh wow, that's a tough hit. And I'm like, it's gonna be cold. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna have to do a lot of pregame drinking just to be able to be out there with the like. Even the animals aren't gonna want to be outside, let alone people. I know. Um, so you know, I I kind of felt bad, so we gave them a shout out. But like, that's the kind of stuff you got to be so careful about. So mm, yeah, no, it makes sense. How did you like with Masshole.eats, You guys just wanted to straight up go food, right? Yeah, no, we uh, we never had any thoughts of going. We thought about doing drinks, but you know that never happened. <laughs> um, mostly just stuck to food. Hopefully, with the podcast, we'll do some other sort of things. Um, you know, the idea was to anything that you would ever talk about at a kitchen table, like you know, sports, yeah. tech, finance, anything like that. So you know, maybe one day we'll go into it, but for right now, we're sticking with just food. I mean, I do like the fact that um, you guys are very pro, I don't know, for lack of a better word, pop culture. You know, yeah. you guys, you guys aren't afraid to um, to throw out memes or pop culture stuff or sports stuff and things like that. And I think that. Um, that's just in the whole realm of, you know. Yeah, we're starting to do something like Saturday feature a local artist. We did a rapper. Uh, Lee got an artist to put up a, uh, to do us a drawing that we'll be posting uh, sometimes in the next couple of weeks. And it's really a great drawing. He did a good job. I'll show you it, Vinny, actually. Nice, nice. Um, I do like, I, I, I just think everyone needs to go, um, for lack of a better way of saying it, like everyone needs to diversify I just hit the screen. Oh, there it is. No, I get it. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so that's a great, because it's kind of. He does, a ha- he does a all lo- hand-stitched drawings. Right. Oh. So it's a logo for you guys, but not really. Right. Yeah. So that way you, wow, that is nice. Kid's like 14. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is uh, that is very good. So when you post that, let me know. I'll definitely, definitely. like. We sent him some interview questions. So, we yeah, we definitely want to feature, like, some uh, local artists or whatever on Saturdays. So that's what we yeah. kind of want to get into. Oh, that's a really, that's a good, uh, good, uh, good angle. Yeah, he did an awesome job, too. But that is, yeah, that is nice. That's really nice. So let's do this. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll get into some uh, shout-outs, great places we've been to recently, and, um, and all that and more here on Taste of Massachusetts. is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti. Joining me tonight, the guys from Masshole.Eats, Lee and Clancy. And uh, going to get into some shout-outs, so I'm going to go right to you guys. Who wants to go first? So I will go first, and I will give a shout-out to Julio's Liquors. Today was the first day that I have <laughs> went there. I've been hearing their commercials every other week for <laughs> about three months now. So finally All I right. decided... J- just for the record, I did not pay you to say No, this, no, right? you have okay. not. Okay. You, but you've been. I've been saying, you keep telling me that there's a hot sauce wall, and I love hot sauces more than anything. Um, if my food's not spicy, you know, what is the point of even eating it? So I went in there, and I could not believe, you can check our Instagram story, how many hot sauces they had. It was incredible. So I went in there. I found the guy, Nick, who, you know, helps stock all the hot sauces and tries them all. He uh, showed me around, you know, told, uh, you know, picked out a few of them with me. So I left there with three hot sauces. Me and Lee tried them uh, before we got on the radio today, and they were delicious. So Big shout-out to Julio's Liquors for stocking a big hot sauce room. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Um, mainly because if you didn't, I'd be, you know, I'd kind of look silly. Um, that's okay. Um, what'd you get for hot sauces? So they are in the other rooms, so I don't know what they were exactly, but one was a garlic-based one, yeah. one was a habanero-based one, and I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, it was a mustard-based one. I love mustard-based sauces. One time I went to Stop and Shop, and they had a mustard base um, hot sauce on sale for 99 cents, so I grabbed them, and it turned out to be one of my favorite hot sauces, but it just ended up being that I like mustard-based hot sauces <laughs> more than anything, so I've been buying them you know, at a crazy rapid pace lately, um, so I really did enjoy the mustard-based one. I was going to say, hopefully you uh, were able to find it again, but... yeah. Excellent. While we're on the subject of sauce, I hope you guys don't mind me interrupting this. Vinny, no, I, got, I got to ask you something, right? Yes. So, a little background. Me and Clancy drank a little too much with our friends one night in Manchester. No. <laughs> yeah. So, it was like maybe 1 a.m., 2 a.m. We ordered Domino's, of course. Of course. And then we get it, and Clancy just busts open the refrigerator and brings out, like, an assortment of sauces that he puts on pizza. Yep. And some of them I can understand. Some of them were a little weird. And I feel like I'm the only crazy person in the group now because he's Pushes was a Thousand Island dressing on pizza, honey mustard on pizza. Uh, oh, honey mustard. Well, I like honey. I just went on this whole rant about uh, mustard-based sauces. So I love 
anything mustard. So honey Pizza mustard is good by itself, though. <laughs> um. So basically, the question is what? I mean, do you like? sauces besides blue cheese and ranch on your pizza um i am definitely in the camp of okay so my mother did does always does something that is brilliant and uh, any chance i get i do it as well what she does is she takes a slice of pizza like house of pizza style pizza Mm -hmm. folds it in half like a taco salad with usually italian dressing or thousand island in it and then eats it like that, every chance I get, that is exactly like, how I eat it. Sounds like a messy affair. No, Genius. no, because it's the, you know, when I when I say house of pizza, like, it's not, like, you couldn't do it with Domino's because Domino's is too thick. You couldn't do it with, um, like, a Sicilian-style square. Yeah, you cannot you, do that with you'd that. Ha- you'd, you know, you'd have to do it with, like, like a your... Slice, right, like big, right. long slice, yeah. Um, I like it because then I can put more Caesar dressing on my. Well, so that's, well <laughs> that's where I was gonna get. That's where I was gonna go to with it. Um, I think Italian works, Thousand Island works. I think Caesar works great. Yeah. Uh, I think once you get into the honey mustard range, that's when you're kind of stretching it. So, but, but we had Hawaiian pizza. Own. It was Hawaiian pizza. I don't know if that <sighs> makes it better or worse. And these are worse. No, everyone <laughs> lately is de- just debating whether or not to put pineapple on pizza. Oh yeah, we I, had that debate ourselves. Yeah. But like, as it, it's almost as if like the debate just started over again. Because mm-hmm. it was a, th- it must have been a thing when it yeah, first. The, uh, oh, came it was out. a huge thing. Yeah, the president of Iceland uh, said he would ban yeah. pineapple on pizza if he could, and I side with him. That's bizarre. I love pineapple on pizza. I'm totally for it. Shout out to Market Basket, who has some of the best, <laughs> best Hawaiian pizza going. I was going to say, I saw your mark. That's what like we were talking about how your posts are great because it's not just good, you know, great restaurants. Yeah. You know, you'll throw up the market basket <laughs> slice of pizza, and we were, because um, when you got, you did that Tuesday night, and I was, yeah. um, we'll talk about this later, but I was at um, Lincoln Tavern in the South End with, like, an influencer di- blogger's dinner, and, like, we had, you know, um, beef, beef, sh- slow, slow braised beef shoulder over uh, truffle mac and cheese and all this stuff. I'm over and, here eating and market I'm, basket And I'm looking pizza. at your market basket pizza going, oh, my God, that looks so good. <laughs> it is surprisingly good. They have really three, good chicken tenders, too. Three, I know. Three of us at the table liked it and commented while we were sitting there yeah. with truffle mac and cheese. Yeah, Lincoln does it big, so I'm surprised that, that even registered. Oh, no, it, no, Lincoln, no, the Lincoln, everything at Lincoln was Lincoln great. Lincoln's awesome. But that doesn't mean we can't respect the the market yeah, basket. The market basket, market basket game is strong, <laughs> absolutely. So let's go to Lee for a shout out, Lee. Okay, so it's been talked about a lot. Do we want to do Lincoln or do we want to skip over? No, go for Lincoln. Um, yeah, we no, did their breakfast. Well, no, no. Let's let's start. Let's uh, do Lincoln uh, at the start of the next segment, sure, so sure. that way we have enough time. Westside yeah. Barbecue, favorite local place in Worcester. Uh, serves a lot of Worcester State and Assumption College kids. Vin, you've been in the area before. I know. It looks like the hole in the wall across the street from that uh, that other pizza place. Yeah, it's uh, Corner Grill. Yeah, and uh, so their brisket and fries, probably the best place I've had in Massachusetts. I saw the photo. I liked it. I commented, and it, you're saying the best brisket? I'm The best brisket I've had. I haven't had a lot of barbecue, to be honest, but it's very good all-around barbecue place. And it's uh, also BYOB. I don't know why I mentioned that. That's strange. No, it's good because uh, the other thing is I said I thought that was a laundromat. And you're like, yeah, it probably used to be. <laughs> no, because that's the building. No, like, no, you know I the know. style of buildings. and Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just a hole in the wall, and that's... So Clancy knows I end up at the hole in the wall places. The I most. love the hole in the wall places. So do I. I had Westside Barbecue with Lee about three or four months ago, and like, I had I brought it over. I had the brisket sandwich, and it almost brought a tear to my eye. It was so good. It was like after a really long day of work, and I was just like in a bad so mood. What, what style sauce is it? Is it the Carolina? Is it the Memphis? I think it's Carolinas. Yeah, I love I love that vinegary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just brings out. I like the, the sweet. I like the sweet style. Memphis, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, truth be told, I like it all, but lately, I think the older I get, the more I go for that, uh, Carolina style. Good stuff. So when you see me and Lee in a couple of weeks, we could be 15 pounds heavier because we are going down to Dallas, Texas oh for a God. weekend. So we're going to eat so much barbecue, cornbread, and oh, the wait, whole, what, what weekend? whole deal. We're going to have to discuss what weekend that is so I don't that schedule is, no, you. That is next weekend. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Okay, so the camp sisters camp got us covered. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I went to uh, Los Amigos Tacos, by the way. Which you think is good? Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely. Uh, look, straight up, it is better than. This isn't. This isn't a diss, but it is better than Anna's. So they're both. In That's the top what I tier, said too. What you're saying they're Just both. Nice. They're, no, they're both top tier. Yeah. But the thing is, um, it's clear that Los Amigos ingredients are better, and they're. Uh, offerings like the the their menu mm-hmm. offers so many more different things. Like I had the plantains, I had the uh, plantain burrito. Yep. Yeah. So what I did was I cut it in half. I dissected one. I ate everything separate so that I could get a feel for mm-hmm. everything, and then ate it together. And I was just like, this is clearly a, a superior product. That's not to say anything doesn't take anything away from Anna's, but man. I'm surprised you were, you, were, you were skeptical talking of us talking about Los well, but, Amigos. Well, because you guys were like, no, putting it's it, better. Putting, no, it's it awesome. is good. putting it on the pedestal. That's and, what we're doing. And that's okay, but like... You, you needed to try it for yourself. So in my non-chain burrito places, I rank it, you know, 2, 2A. Two it's tied for second. I put El Pallone over by BC in the Fenway area. Uh, they have two locations. Oh, no, I've, I've been there. Uh, delicious. I, great, but I I still think Los Amigos is interesting. Because they put plant, it, like they said, they have a plantain burrito, the El Guapo. Mm-hmm. And then have you ever had Tanakh in the North End? No. So it's a burrito place in the North End. Crazy, That's I know. That's a weird place. Yeah, right? exactly. But they are also very delicious. It is. Yeah, it's about tied with where, uh, Los Amigos. Where Where is it in the North End? Fleet Street. So, yeah, give me, I'm from Massachusetts, yeah. I need like a <laughs> landmark, I could care less about street names. Uh, than... So I'm trying to think like, if you, you know where the Starbucks is on... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks I'll... in the North End? Nope. I'll Don't even you with... acknowledge I'll it. I'll hit you with a Google Maps uh, okay. uh, during the break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call hey, you from that sandwich shop we always go if, to in the morning. If nothing, I'm honest. Yeah. Hey, it happens. Yeah. Well, no, you know like when the Starbucks opened in the North End, like it was like... Like, why would you go there when you have a zillion coffee shops? Ex- exactly. Yeah. Like, you have actual, real Italian coffee shops run by, you know, Italian Americans, mm-hmm. or you can have a knockoff Italian style coffee shop from people in Seattle. Shout <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Cafe Vittoria. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Did you see? Have you seen their uh, their Instagram game is strong lately? Is it really? Yeah, really, really strong. Like the the stuff they post, um, quality photos, unbelievable. Like they should steal one of Lee's photos. They, they took the only photo. They yeah, did a, so good. They just did a latte photo that was like uh, not a, a cappuccino photo that uh, I was like, holy cow! And I'm you know, anyway. By the way. 
871 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Lee and Clancy from Masshole.Eats joining us tonight. And um, it's one of those rare instances where we've both been to a restaurant, not together, recently. Yeah. And so now we're going to talk about Lincoln Tavern. Yes. And so I'm going to throw it, because I don't know what they brought out or what you guys sampled. So I'm going to throw it over to Lee to start uh, start the discussion as I pull up my notes and photos. Okay, sweet. So we went on a Saturday morning uh, around 11 o'clock. Clancy, you and I have never been there before, but we were looking forward to it. Yeah. Did not know how busy it gets. It was crazy. One o'clock, reserve table. I felt like I was an all-star there because it is <laughs> packed. Nice. Yeah, people are being pushed out of the way as like the yeah. lady leads us to a table with a reserved VIP. Really? <laughs> yeah, so right off the bat, it was pretty cool. Um we basically had a brunch. Um, they gave us champagne and mimosas. They gave us mimosas. Wow. Whoa, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I'm jealous. Yeah, we got the, we got the hookup. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they gave us a ton. We have it on our Instagram, our slideshow. Yeah. But uh, some of my favorite stuff was the breakfast pizza, which, Clancy, it didn't hit off with you, right? No, I couldn't put honey mustard, you know, blue cheese, all sorts of stuff on it, so it was no good to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did like it. Poutine. I love their poutine. It was my first time also having poutine. <sighs> yeah, the poutine was so good. I've talked about it on the show before. I don't eat certain foods based on how it sounds, and I don't know if that makes me a picky eater or just ignorant or a little bit of both. Cheese curds was a really weird name for me, and I couldn't get past it until they put it in front of me. Awesome. And big, now, I was going to say, now you're a fan, right huh? Yeah, I'll die for it. Nice. Uh, Clancy, what do you got from that? The hash. The hash Ooh, with yeah, the... Good choice. So it was the hash and steak, and they had, like, soft-boiled eggs. Oh, my God, it was so good. That was the, by far the best thing that they brought out to us Um very delicious. I would 100% get that again. For some reason, I gave the leftovers to one of my friends who was with us, and I didn't take that home. Bad I don't. I was a bad move. Bad move. And then they also brought us out. What was it? The fruity pebble, fruity pan- pebble pancakes. Fruity pebble pancakes. Yes. I'm not a big pancake guy unless it's chocolate chip. Um, but these pancakes were really good. They had some sort of sauce on it that was delicious. Um, I like Furry Pebbles, so couldn't go wrong. Wait, was it? Now, some people have had that and said it wasn't as sweet as they were expecting. It was not. So what was the sauce? Was it just a... I'm not sure what the sauce was, but it was like... uh, It's made from milk. Yeah, it was like buttermilk sauce or something like that. Uh, You've definitely seen them before. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen it, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's almost like a condensed milk. Yeah. Nice. It wasn't wasn't sugary by any means. Yeah, I didn't want an oversweet pancake, so I liked it a lot, actually. Wow. But uh, their poutine knocked it out of the park. Everything we had there was awesome. Best experience I've had at a restaurant for a, in a while. Yeah, it was really good. I I would 100% go back to... Um, you would 100% go there and actually pay. Go there and actually pay. And the thing about that is really great about Lincoln Tavern that I was talking to about somebody was um, they're in a very millennial, you know, Instagram, South Boston neighborhood right now, and they make everything instagram worthy so they do a great job of if you're going to lincoln you are 100 percent taking a photo and 100 percent putting on your instagram everything's so photogenic over yeah there. it's crazy yeah i noticed uh i noticed that so i went tuesday night with a bunch of other bloggers nice, nice and um 
I got there early. It's been a long week, and uh, the, even though it was Tuesday, it was already a long week at that point. Um, went straight to the bar, uh, sat there for, you know, 15, 20 minutes by myself just to chill. And just to unwind, I, decompress a little. Yeah, I, uh, I got one of their quiet man old fashions, and uh, bartender Nick, very nice guy, made it. Four Roses Bourbon. Which, uh, if you are a fan of bourbon at all, like that's that's kind of like the latest really great bourbon. It's probably going to get um, depleted pretty quickly, um, depending on how much is out there, because th- there's not there's not a ton of it. I mean, there's enough yeah. there's enough where it's out there, but not much. Uh, Four Roses bourbon, maple liqueur, sweet vermouth, and bitters. And obviously, I threw that photo up. Yep. And even though you know a lot of people, it, it's not nice. it's not like a girly drink, and yet they made it very photogenic, just exactly. like you were just saying. Um, so then uh, everyone showed up. Of course, we got seated, and uh, the onslaught uh, the onslaught occurred. Um, they started us out with uh, tuna. Uh, Tuna steak, um, I mean, seared on the outside, definitely. Ooh, that looks incredible. It was, uh, it was tender. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I only had half a piece. I didn't want to, obviously, you gotta pace yourself. <laughs> yeah. But like, it was, um, it was so ridiculously tender. I, that's great. I, uh, I, and they definitely, I think they definitely, um, not soaked it, but maybe like, uh, ran it through some very, very light soy sauce, cause mm-hmm. there was, there was enough, uh, Enough flavor to it. Um, the bruschetta three ways. Oh wow! Um, or bruquette, bruquette three ways was very, uh, very good. Um, but the real, you know, the real stars were um, actually the, kind of weird. I they brought out a kale salad, and I kind of I I like that. Like the you're gonna, of everything. You're gonna admit that you liked it? No, I like. Well, I, <laughs> yes, I liked it. I like making fun of kale. Yeah. Um, but food, man. <laughs> if if you didn't tell me it was kale, I would have ne- I would have just thought it was like a really good romaine. Mm-hmm. Um, but they went heavy, heavy, heavy on the avocado in it, and uh. I, I think that's the reason why it was uh, it was so good. Um, as well as grapes, Parmesan cheese, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it it actually yeah it, it was uh, it was really um, really good. They then uh, excuse me they then brought out the shrimp tacos. By the oh, way, I'm wow. showing you guys bad photos just because I'm scrolling through. Yeah, that's fine. Um, which uh, which were excellent. Shrimp was perfectly cooked. They were very big. They must have been U you know U eights or U tens or whatever. Nice. Um, and the side of guac was was excellent as well. I think people thought I was weird for trying it separately, but I think uh, I think I've established I like to try things like I dissect it, try yeah. everything separately. It's interesting. Uh, I I do that more for the um, you know, for the ability to to break it down for for people, yeah, you know, for to discuss. Um, they then brought out their again very similar to a salter chicken breast, which uh, was absolutely perfectly cooked. A lot of restaurants are starting to do these now. What is it? Where it's basically it's a chicken breast with the bone attached to it. Really? Wow. They used to call it, uh, believe it or not, they used to call it a um airplane chicken breast or or some type of some type of I forget what it was. Yeah, they used to serve them a lot on intercontinental flights uh, because they're thicker, meatier. They hold longer. You know, the bone in. Yeah, that makes sense. Whatever, right. uh, easier to heat up. But um, I've, I've noticed a lot of restaurants doing them now, and they did it over 
what I thought, you know, I, I should have pulled up their, their menu, but we were, we didn't care because it was so good. We thought they did it over stuffing, but I think they were just really large gnocchi. Okay. That's it. Wow. But they were so good. And, and it tasted like stuffing. And I think, I think it probably was stuffing that they just squared out and then, but everyone, everyone, said it was like the, was the biggest surprise. Well, it was the biggest surprise because a lot of places now are doing them, but they're, you know, they're taking mm-hmm. it to the next level. I'm so picky with my chicken. I'm always afraid to order it at a restaurant, but when a restaurant does it right, there's nothing better than, you know, when somebody gets the chicken right. You do complain about chicken a lot when I when we go out. Everywhere. Yeah. And I always, lead questions if I even like chicken, I complain about it so much. No, because it is, you're right though, it is very, very difficult to get, to get done well. And especially when you're cranking out you know yeah. a bunch of them for all these people at the restaurant it's some ones can go wrong very easily absolutely um they then brought out the short rib over there we go truffle mac and cheese wow uh which was definitely i mean short rib always is good but this reminded me of um i one time did a slow roasted in the oven short rib um, where I literally shaved um, onions raw, put mm-hmm. them on top, and cooked it so slow that they caramelized so slow, and I did it overnight that my wife in the morning was like, are you baking brownies? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, which, which is kind of funny because she wouldn't even be surprised if, if I yeah. said yes. But, and I'm like, no, those are, the onion, those are the onions that are slowly caramelizing and melting. And she goes, come on. And I, I you know, obviously took it out and showed her, and she's like, Wow. And, um. Are you making brownies? That's great. I actually turned it into ravioli, um, <laughs> just because they were great. Um, of course, uh, the scallops, which everyone loves. So that's what I've been, I saw that on your Instagram a while ago. I've been waiting for you to get to that one. Yeah. The jalapeno mashed potatoes. Yeah. And, but it was light, but just enough to be there. Wow. And then corn salsa, warm corn salsa over the top. Um, yeah, that was, uh, uh, Anacam said easily her favorite thing, period, dot, so end of sentence. That's what um I've heard a lot of good things about Lincoln is that they are very innovative in their uh, recipes and what they do. So that's pretty cool to put uh, jalapenos and mashed potatoes. Yep. They also do a warm cookie brownie um, in, a, in a skillet with uh, ice cream on top, which I, uh, I avoid ice cream for obvious uh, <laughs> lactose reasons. And uh, actually, I got a better photo, but I won't show it to you. And then the other thing they brought out at the very end was um, just their traditional Sunday. Nice. <laughs> and was so, that the one everyone was taking yes, pictures in? Yes. I yeah. got a picture of everyone taking a picture of the Sunday. Uh, that was this one. Remember? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But the, so the funny thing was is after we're done taking the pictures, you know, there's six people sitting around and one Sunday and... And so everyone was like, how, who's, how who's do we... making the move? Well, how do we do this? And I, I totally did... The absolute bossest boss move. Took the plate out from underneath it. Took the Sunday, flipped it upside down, right on the plate. And I said, "Have at it, guys." And then I like sat back because lactose. <laughs> but um, you were afraid to get no. But they were like, it. they were like, "Wow, that's a boss move." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's because I'm over thirty and I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's under thirty and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to be the one." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then the ultimate boss move is not even 
you know, eating it. not even not eating, eating it. Exactly. It's watching yeah. everyone. Exactly. So let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, probably a few more shout-outs. I'm assuming you guys got a couple more. Yeah. Um, I haven't even talked about uh, Terra in Plymouth. Oh, wow. And that yeah, was, was, you guys saw all those. Yep. Yeah, that was great, too. So 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. Eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. Talking about uh, great places in and around New England. Shout outs. Do you want to go to? Let's go to Clancy now for a great shout out from uh, Massel Eats. So I went to Foxwoods last weekend and I stopped yes. at quite stopped at quite a few places uh, while I was down there. So I went to Sugar Factory. So yes. they have places all over. I've been to the one in Vegas. Yeah, so New I mean, York City. It's crazy. Yep. Um, extreme out of these world milkshakes, drinks, the whole thing. I got the Snickerdoodle milkshake, and they had chocolate against the glass with waffles and Snickerdoodles all over it. I felt bad for the dishwasher guy having to scrape all that <laughs> stuff off after. And then I went to Guy Fieri's, um, you know, taste place and. In uh, Foxwoods, I don't, is I don't Flavor Town. I don't love the mayor it? of Flavor Town, you know, all that much. No, I don't really it, like his it, TV show, but uh, oh, I love his TV show. But is it called Flavor Town? I, I want to say that it is. Yeah. Um, but I went there. I got the trash can nachos in the mac and cheeseburger. Delicious. I would really. Yeah, it was really I've good. I've heard so many not nice things, and I, I want to go to judge it for myself. Yeah, but I mean, I, I obviously I trust your. Uh, Tastes like a Big Mac with bacon on it. Um, okay. That's how I would describe it because it has pickles, it has sort of a sauce. Um, but if you imagine if you had a Big Mac with bacon and sort of mac and cheese on it, so the mac and cheese is interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I could not finish the whole burger. The fries were delicious. Not regular French fries, waffle fries. I love waffle fries. Very um, good. More surface area, therefore, yeah. Um, so, question: Trash can nachos. Yep. I saw your little video. Uh, I've, you know, everyone has talked about this now. It, just give me yes, no, different, better, worse. Is, so, it, is it just the way they put them together makes it easier to eat because everything's mixed up? Is it? Is it? Is it just what is it? Just so give me. Give there was me. a lot of discussion at the table about how these things were actually made. So I asked the waiter when he came back, and what they do is they make them in on a pan, stick them in the oven, and then they right. put everything into the trash yep. can and they drizzle cheese all over it. It's more novelty than anything else, but, you know, they're very they're layered well because they're made flat first and then they're stacked on top of each other. So every single solitary chip has cheese on it Ooh. and toppings. Wow. So. So, but were they good? Yeah, they were good. I'm, I would. I they're mean, better they, than most nachos because every single solitary chip yep. has something on it. There's no like blank chips or anything. Now, did you ever see? Uh, did you guys ever see uh, Good Eats, uh, Elton Brown's show? Yes. When he made nachos, what he did was he layered the nacho chips one deep, and then literally covered each chip one by one, and then kind of made. Uh, <laughs> He took he took tin foil, crumpled it up four in the corner, one in the middle, and then put 
three racks, one rack on top of another on top of another, and oh, then put them in the oven. Everything melted evenly. Then he took them out, and then he basically said, he said, look, it's more work, but yes. the, the finished product is going to be easy to eat, better, you're going to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think of that? I mean, that's the best way to make nachos is to make them flat and then stack them on top of each other. And yeah. then, in, um, But I do like, I like the way you described uh, the Guy Fieri one. The and the great thing about that is once they're putting them in, they're also dropping other you know cheese sauce on it too. So yeah, I mean it's basically novelty, but um, delicious. That's the thing about regular nachos though; they're like they're fun, they're really fun to eat for like the first half, and then after that, when it's just plain chips, I kind of get out of it. Yeah, I need more sour cream and guacamole then. Yeah, I don't want to use a fork to put everything on. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that's the only thing I would think of the way they do the trash can nachos. Sour cream would get warm real quick, and then it wouldn't be, you know. So there's not a lot of. They use crema, I think it's called. Oh, okay, creme fraiche. Yeah, yeah. that's what they put on, and they throw sour cream and guacamole on the side. Um, I don't remember any salsa on there. Having it on the side probably is best. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they were good. I if you're gonna be out there at Foxwoods, go get go get some. But you know, you're gonna be very full after. I couldn't even finish my whole. Uh, mac and cheeseburger after it. I had so many nachos. Well, wait a minute. I didn't realize it was a mac and cheeseburger. I thought it was just a regular burger. So it's a mac and cheeseburger. So on the burger, there is mac and cheese, bacon, lettuce, <laughs> tomato. Um, messy? Very messy. And okay. onion strings. Wow. So there's all sorts of stuff on it. You know, he's the mayor of Flavortown. What, what else do you expect? <laughs> oh, flavor? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I actually like diners, drive-ins, and dives. I think as a show as a like as a like structure for a show um it's just it's very it's very informative it's very you know add people love it and i love it for that so the big complaint at the table was because pretty much everybody got the mac and cheeseburger was how messy it was and how impossible it was to eat but i said that's his whole thing is you know he likes to bite into something and drip all over the place and him just to be gross so by design yes exactly so that was what the burger was like you know you had to use a fork and a knife your hands were covered in sauce they needed more napkins it was you know not easy to eat i'll say that lee Shout out. Oh, man, I think. Oh, wait. Uh, tacos Mexico, a food stand in the Greendale Mall, has some of the best tacos <laughs> in Worcester. Found it online. Yeah, so one of our friends, didn't Ludi say something to you yeah. about it? And uh, we just ignored him because he never eats out, so we just, you know, thought that he had bad taste in food. And he told Lee about it. Lee went and... Uh, I need to explain the background. Greendale Mall has been closing for 15 years, so, like, the whole <laughs> place has been dead. And to hear that they had one of the best taco shops in Worcester, and I was super skeptical, but I had to go to Best Buy anyway. Awesome tacos. Does not measure up to Los Amigos, though, because so <laughs> that's, that, that's what stinks. I'm comparing everything I eat now to Los Amigos, and I just won't get that. I won't get it again. Yeah. Can, you, can you do me a favor? I want you to say that again so I can record you and send it to the cams <laughs> sure. so that they... Um so that, you know, that, yeah, we'll do it well, off air. I, I just like got a message from them. They're... Um, they're out to eat with their mom for her birthday. Nice. And, like, they're still messaging. <laughs> I'm like, guys. Pay attention to your mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Say it one more. I want you to say it on the air. So say it one more time. Go. Ah, dude, it stinks. I'm comparing everything I eat now to Los Amigos, and it sucks because I can't get that flavor again. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you don't live near there, right? No, dude. I, it's, I'm never in Boston either. No. Right. You are? You will be this weekend, though. You may be able to sneak finally, in there. Finally going to Barlow's. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Are you going together to Barlow? So no, he's going. He's with, going. Yeah, he's I'm going, going with you, Bar- Vinny. I'm going with uh, our third member. I'm not member going Pat. again. 
You're going to You guys are in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, oh, you mean tomorrow? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so it's you're going there. tomorrow like afternoon. Yep. Oh, nice. Chef Eustace and everything? Yeah, Eustace is great. He's nice. a super comedy. He's actually, I think you introduced us. He's yeah. one of the first people that gave us like a legitimate shot. Yeah, he, well, because I, I helped him set up one at his old place. Yep, six gear. Yeah, and you couldn't go that night. And I'm like, guys, I, I, I messaged him, like, just reach out directly. And uh, he did. Yeah, and he did. We went. We were super nice. grateful. Love that guy. And one of the nicest guys I've ever met in the food industry. Yeah, he, re- he really, and just super creative. Oh, yeah. He's got some good stuff. So what are you looking forward to getting? Because, like, there was something you mentioned, the duck, but I'm not going to ask for that because I know that's, like, an expensive item. The duck. What was You it? mentioned, like, duck tacos or something. No, he didn't do those. Uh, if he did them, it was it was at the other place. Um, I think the bagolgi pizza. Yeah. So he takes that. everything that you would have in a bagolgi bowl and puts it on a pizza with a... Uh, with an egg, and it's it was really really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna tell him to give me whatever whatever he thinks will look good. Coconut great. rice, choice. coconut rice and beans. I'm That's write you, that down. Like, sir, he'll probably do it because it's his one of his signature di- dishes. Nice, nice. Coconut rice and beans. I could eat nothing but that for the rest of my life and be very happy. Nice. So five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste Massachusetts. We'll be right back. Fast hour. Seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Hour number two. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Vincent Ericetti. Got the guys from Masshole.Eats on Instagram. Lee to my left, Clancy to my right. Russ behind the glass on the ones and the twos. Russ, I didn't know uh, when uh, I, was at, I was out in the lobby waiting um, before the show, and uh, Lee started walking up the stairs to the studio. And I said, is that Russ? And Lee's like, uh, no, it's Lee. And, <laughs> all of and, a sudden you grew. And all know, of a sudden I was like, Lee. oh, no. And then I was like, oh, that means Russ is already in there. And I'm just like <laughs> delaying. Sleeping on the job. Yeah. No, I well, very close to sleeping. I was I was editing a video. You're awake now, my eyes. Yes. and that's all that matters. Yes, exactly. So uh, do, we're still going through shoutouts. I love these Friday. These Friday shows are starting to be like, you know, solid hour plus of shoutouts and yeah. the food, and then uh, the wide world of food. So I'm putting on a lot of pounds for these shoutouts. You, you're doing <laughs> it. You're doing it for for the show, yeah. for the gram, and for the. I don't even know what the. You guys are going back and forth like a tennis match. All that's all that's missing in the middle of the studio is a net. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the way that it's going back and forth, and Vincent is like the, uh, I guess the judge or lobline judge or whatever. I'm the I'm the little dude up top that runs across and grabs the. Uh, love. Yeah, exactly. So um, Clancy, shout out. Bonchon in Lowell. Absolutely. Love Bonchon. I went there for, so we went to Taste of Alston last summer, and, um, you know, we tried a bunch of different places, but I tried Bonchon for one of the first times there ever, and I was like, wow, this is really good, really great. And uh, I went back maybe two or three weeks ago for the first time since then, Mm -hmm. and I could not believe how good their wings were. So I got the 
what are they, the sweet and spicy or? The soy garlic, right? Soy, soy uh, garlic and what's the other one? Ter- honey, terry, uh, honey, I thought there was, um, I thought there was only soy garlic so, and spicy. Yeah, so soy garlic and spicy. Didn't really love the soy garlic. I would go 100% spicy next time yeah, on the drumsticks. I got garlic fr- french fries too. Why I did that? I have no idea, but they were pretty good. But I could not get over how good the drumsticks are of, um, the spicy They're ones. like meaty drumsticks. They're too. big. They're yeah. very big. They're delicious. Yeah, so Bonchon, some of the best fried chicken that you could get. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love their, what was I just talking about? Their, uh, Something it? pickled, pickled the, radishes. The pickled pickled radish. radishes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's healthy, which makes me feel really good about it. That's um, why you went to Bonchon to eat yeah. healthy. <laughs> well, no, because I wanted those uh, those wings. Those All wings, right. though. Um, but they, so I'm, I'm like scrolling through their page. So yeah, soy garlic, uh, spicy or soy garlic. Um, I think soy garlic is what I, what I end up getting. Gotta go spicy. Um, yeah, the spicy is the way to go. Soy can, garlic, I was disappointed. You can go half half. Yep. Yeah, that's, cause that's what I did. So I don't really love soy sauce, so I don't know why I expected that I would like the soy garlic wings. Um, but yeah. Spicy, way to go. I think you said the same thing at Taste of Austin, too. Yeah. I told yeah. you to go spicy. <laughs> did you have their, um, um, I didn't even realize they did um, their udon. No, so the... Udon noodles. The Very thick noodles. Waitress, so I went all by myself. I was just sitting nice. there like a total... You know, Boss move. Yeah, because I, I needed to try Bonchon again and see if it was as good as I remembered. Yes, it was. And it certainly was, and I would 100% go back there alone again to eat their uh, drumsticks, but um, the waitress, she did not do a very good job of explaining what I should get. On the menu, she was just like, "Wow, this kid's a loser. Let me <laughs> let me get him his food and get out of here." One of my uh, one of my good friends just started working in Acton, and I cannot wait to uh, basically do lunches or or even like just because there's a because Bonchon's in Lowell. Yeah. It's also one in Alston, but um, run up to Lowell, do a couple of Bonchon lunches, and show up and just be like, "What's up, dude?" They had a nice bar. Back. They got a nice bar to sit at. So you're yeah, all they set. they do uh, they do. Uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, Jiminy Crickets. What is it? Um, uh, sushi really well. Do they really? Yeah, really? I yeah. would have never expected. Yeah, but um, they do. Uh, the other thing that I like, the other side that I like, they do a kimchi coleslaw. You love their coleslaw. I'm a huge fan of that stuff. Did you have there. the kimchi one or just yep, the, the kimchi yeah, one? Yeah, and that's the one I like of the two. Their coleslaw is good, but the kimchi coleslaw. Just has a little bit more spice, a little bit more kick to it. It's a, it's a perfect side for the spicy drumsticks, too. Like, it's yep. cool, too. I like it. Well, that's why I like the pickled radishes. Ah, I got I um, like radishes. But with, spi- with spice, if you have a little bit of vinegar, it, like, kind of mutes it a little. So we were talking from the guy from Woo Burger last night, and he was saying that to us, too, is that he loves pickled jalapenos yep. and pickled chili peppers. Yep. Because it's the vinegar and the spice, so brings out a little sweetness. Who who owns Woo Burger? Uh, two two friends, Cal and Deepog. Yeah, awesome background. They went to business school and then they were working in New York for a while and were basically on the fast track for like stockbrokers or something. Yeah, and then eventually just decided to open up an awesome restaurant and ended up in Massachusetts of all places. Not from Woo originally. Nope, no, no, from okay. Detroit. Yeah, so they have a lot of Detroit-inspired stuff over there. Yeah. yeah, so Detroit guys who go to business school in New York yeah. and end up in Woburn at a burger shop. Yep, it's crazy. All right, see, because you know I'm from Woburn, and you know I like kind of joke about Woburn a lot. Um, 
I used to call Woburn High School Woburn School for the High and things of that nature. <laughs> so perfect. Oh yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. Ex- oh burgers. yeah. Excellent. Uh, we used to. You know, Woburn used to lead the world in per capita bowling alleys and pre halls. Really? Such a strange statistic. No, the Wooburger location used to be a uh, Breakers Billiards, I think, in Woburn. Doesn't that Woburn, make sense for, for any? If sense. any, if anyone listening is from Woburn and knows what I'm talking about. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand. But it's funny. A uh, couple. I actually know a couple people who listen consistently, and they're always like, "Yeah, you kind of rag on Woburn." No, I don't rag on Woburn. I'm just honest about it. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, you haven't been to Wooburger no, yet? No, so I have. So no, we've, we've been, been there a to, while ago. Yeah, we've been to Wooburger. They brought us in the back in the kitchen, showed us how they make the sauce, um, how they cook the burgers, how they butter the buns, whole thing. Uh, gave us the whole tour of the place how they make everything and it was um it was awesome nice. so they do like an onion based sauce um for their special sauce and really good they smash the burgers down so they're real thin um getting ready for ice cream season there are two flavors yeah and they make a uh what is it chili coney dog or something yeah something like that. it was a coney, coney dog. island dog with yeah. chili yeah yeah, so they uh, chili no beans, and they have started doing so. That he's a big fan of fried chicken, loves fried chicken. So he's um, trying out a bunch of different recipes to do spicy hot fried chicken. He's getting good at it. He's doing it on Sundays. So if you're in the area, go oh, try the fried you know, chicken. Visit uh, visit the parents every now and then on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Anthony. I don't know if Anthony J is not real. My father, Anthony, I always call him Anthony. Yeah. He's not really a big burger guy. But um, you might be able to loop them in with the fried chicken. No, what what I think uh, I think maybe if I go there, actually, you know what? I could stop in on my drive home from. Uh, so this Saturday we're gonna tour. We'll, we talk about this after yeah. um, after we actually go there, right? So this Saturday we're gonna tour. Uh, Clancy is going, and a bunch of other uh, food bloggers are gonna be touring Flag Hill Vineyard and Winery and Distillery up in New Hampshire at noon on Saturday tomorrow. Then. We're going to Lobster Q at 2.30 for a blogger's actual lunch, dinner, whatever. Um, so I think possibly on my way home, if I'm not already stuffed Woo Burger. Woo Burger. Boom. There you go. Just stop, I, I'll, I'll just stop in and say, because it's on the way. Like, literally, I will drive on the highway, get off an exit, you know, yeah. half a mile off the exit, say hi, whatever, and then jump back on. In the owner, Deepak, he says he's there. 24 Deepak. Yeah. Tw- what is he, a 90s wrestler? What is he? Indian, I think. Indian. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, so it's not uh, X-Pac from X-Pac, Generation yes, X. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, he says he's there 24-7, so Indian pop in there and say hello. Cow, right? Yeah. yeah nice. nice. Great story. So let's take a quick break, and then uh, when we come back, oh, God, Vinny's Girly Drink of the Week. Boom. Then we're going to get into the Wide World of Food. Actually, do we have any more? We might, yeah, I think we can go straight to the Wide World of Food after that, because, man... An hour and 15 minutes of shout-outs. Good. We could That's probably hardcore. do more. That's hardcore. We'll be right back here on Taste of Massachusetts. Of course, that music means it's time for Vinny's Girly Drink of the Week, brought to you by Julio's Liquors in Westboro, not your typical liquor store. Check them out at juliosliquors.com or on um, 
Clancy's for you. Julio's Liquors, love them. <laughs> the best hot sauce section that I've ever seen in a restaurant or liquor store but or like anything. The, the, so the crazy thing is, did you even look at their actual alcohol selection? No, I was in the hot sauce <laughs> section for about 25 minutes. But that with, is a uh, big draw. They like say they have enough hot sauces, and some of them are so bad you have to sign a freaking waiver for them. Yeah, so did you see was, them in the case? Yes, yeah. I saw those. I couldn't they, believe they, it. They, they, that's not a joke. Yeah, there was a couple that um said that they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't sell it to you unless you talked to Nick before. Beforehand, so. Yeah, really. Um, one's yeah. like um, they call it the Grim Reaper. It's actually killed. I saw it's that. Actually, no, oh, I don't think. No, 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 no. It's it's not killed people, but it caused someone to have a heart attack. Heart attack. Once. I've read that before. I yeah. stay away from those. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, I definitely want to try something that hot just to see what I, it would be like. I don't like. want like problems. In yeah, life from it. I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I never uh, I never even want to try or or even come close to that stuff. Uh, so Vinny's girly drink of the week is the Purple Rain from Terra in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Uh, great new restaurant just opened uh, down there. Visited Sunday night. Um, probably gonna have to save my recap for for next week just because um, there's so much and I haven't even posted the video. And I went there on Sunday. I'm, I have two videos I still have to pr- uh, produce. Um, Terra in Plymouth and. Um, Lincoln Tavern. I haven't even done that one. You're you're slacking. You're I falling am. behind. Oh, well, four four places this week plus oh. a client visit, and you know what's the matter? No, I'm just saying. That. Oh, I'm busy schedule. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so then, I'm looking at the drink, and that is a beautiful drink. Is it purple? Oh, it's yeah, purple. it's purple. It has a lemon. It has you know a garnish on it. That's, I, um, and that is a real girly drink if you're gonna get one. <laughs> so I always, I always figured I could oh, just, wow. uh, yeah, I always figured I could just go and grab the, um, grab the description whenever, whenever I needed it, and then I realized it was a specialty drink. Um, it's still on their menu, but it's on their special cocktail menu because they mix them up, mm-hmm. you know, oh, seasonally. Nice. So you can still get it if you go. But it's probably not going to be on uh, for that long. But uh, who cares? It was awesome. Um, I think there was sham boards in it. I mean, it's purple, so obviously uh, it was good. It was just it looks good. It was just exactly what a Vinny's girly drink of the it week. It makes me be. think of summertime and being outside and warm, you know, air and not the snow that I saw today where I work. Yeah, cold out there. It's uh, New England, baby. It'll yeah. be it'll be interesting to see. Um, It'll, what'll be interesting to see is when, uh, all of the places with patios and stuff open up, mm-hmm. if people just go for a month and then don't care anymore, or if because of the way this winter was, if people really appreciate it. You know that, um, I think it was four years ago, um, on March, I think it was like right around this time, we had like 65 degree weather. Yeah. And I was at, uh, I went to Patriot Place. And was sitting outside, and it was unbelievable. It's it's crazy weather. I don't, you just can't predict it at all. So I think it is time to go to the wide world of food. This is Taste of Massachusetts Wide World of Food. And kicking off. Um, Oh, actually, I probably should go to the uh, second page just to be safe because this will take us a whole segment. Um, kicking off uh, the wide world of food, uh, kind of a harder news story that I wanted to that I wanted to talk about. Um, 
Washington Post reports, this was a while ago, but uh, it's still relevant, everything spice blend spreads beyond bagels. So you know the everything bagel flavor? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, um, and obviously this is starting in New York and expanding out, the sesame seed, poppy seed, onion, garlic, and sometimes caraway seeds that make up the everything seasoning is starting to expand beyond just bagels. Okay. People are starting to use it in Bloody Mary mixes. Okay, I can see that. Which I think yeah, that sounds that great. Could work. But also croissants. I don't know. See, I don't work with the croissants. Way, the way that croissants are made, they're sort of a sweeter, breadier type thing that I can't see it happening on a croissant. Don't mess with a croissant. Croissants are good they're as, perfect is. as is. Yeah. yeah. They're also starting to add it to uh, sweetened cream cheese to glaze donuts. Huh. Donuts can't see it happening either. That's you're taking it too far, people. Skeptical on this. It needs to not be in sweeter, savory type of things. You know that everything. Well, I seasoning. I always said if they just encrusted a chicken breast with everything seasoning, that would work. That would be awesome. Yeah. Or even like uh, you know, whole roasted chicken. Or whatever. So if you were going to get a uh, rotisserie chicken and yes. they put the outside of yes. the skin with everything uh, seasoning, that that, that would that be delicious. I would be 100% on board. What kind of chicken is that? Rotisserie? Rotisserie. <laughs> rotisserie. Rotisserie. Too many syllables. Just as a quick sidebar before we hit the break, um, have you guys ever had or used a set it and forget it? Uh, the rotisserie. No, no. They are the things awesome. As seen on TV. Yes, yeah. it is the absolute best. Uh, the best infomercial item Just of all time. It and forget it. Better than the ShamWow. Better than anything else. Um, my parents have one, and every time they make anything in it, it is the best. See, I think Ro. How do you even say it? Rotisserie. Rotisserie chickens are the best, the, the best types of chickens that you can that you can have. Is it is it because Lee is trashing you and and like making you self conscious that you're now? Continuing? No, he does this all the time. He got me a mug for Christmas that told me the correct ways to uh, create contractions in my writing. So I thought you know that's it's so funny because like you, Which you and Pat don't use. N- no, okay. but but Lee, I don't know if you know this. And by the way, I was totally grateful for this. Um, Clancy sent me a message with the errors in something I wrote on LinkedIn. It was crazy. And yeah. so, but the, the weird thing was, I, so what I did was I wrote this thing and then I edited it and I copied it and pasted it into LinkedIn, but I copied and pasted the original, not the one that I edited and cleaned up. Oh, gotcha. So it happens sometimes. Yeah. And so if, thank God Clancy told me, but, uh, Listening to you, I'm shocked that Clancy was able to yeah. pick up any it, it was crazy. No, I think because I was, I have no idea how I caught those, caught that one error. On like a professional setting, Clancy's perfect. Yeah. But like yeah. I think for our blog, it's a little bit. Well, it was really, relaxed. it was, it was really good because it helped, uh, it helped a lot with, um, cause nice. I was sending, I was sharing it around. So. Who knew they yeah. are? Oh, that one, contraction. that one I never make sense. <laughs> that one I never mess up. But, yeah. uh, 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here in Tasty Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. Seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Vincent Ericetti. The guys from Masshole.Eats are in. Lee to my left, Clancy to my right, talking about some stories in the wide world of food. And uh, so one of them, everyone's always talking about these. I think we've only mentioned one so far, though, uh, over the course of the show. But um, eight celebrities who are fast food chains owners that you might not know about. And I knew, so uh, I don't want to just go through the list straight out, but um, uh, I do want to go kind of down the line. But um, I knew Shaq, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, was a big fan of Krispy Kreme, and he had one. But what I didn't know was that he has or owns 155 oh guys' burgers locations and also is invested in one of my personal favorites, Auntie Anne's Pretzels. Did not know wow. he did that. Yeah, I didn't know he was into Five Guys. You know, I can never really love Shaquille O'Neal because he was once a Laker, but I love <laughs> Five Guys. I went there probably two days ago um, to get a cheeseburger, and they have... The only thing that disappoints me about uh, Five Guys Burgers is that they don't have their own special sauce, but yeah. I put a tons of toppings on it. Their Cajun fries are so good. Um, I love Five Guys. I think that Five Guys are the best half-service burger chain that you can go to. I, I think they're good, but I like that whole genre of burger style. Like I would just go to Boston Burger. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, see, the problem is Boston Burger. There's only a couple locations. Anywhere yeah. I go, I know that there's a Five Guys, and yeah. I can get a Five Guys burger and, and be satisfied. And 150 of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> certainly. That's well, true. I do want to give a shout-out to Ani Ann's Pretzels because... Strategically located at the entrance of every mall you yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I have a story. Um, 1997, was, was 90, yeah, 97, I was working at uh, Prince Plus in the Burlington Mall, and uh, this woman comes in crying about... Um, she needs something framed and doesn't have time and, you know, I guess she had it framed and it got destroyed and whatever. And so it was a slow night. So, uh, my boss, Barbara, and I told the woman, you know, give us, leave it here. Give us, you know, give us like, you know, 60 minutes, come back and, um, you know, we'll totally have it taken care of and what have you. So we totally hacked apart a display item. That was very nice. No, so this yeah. display, it was very nice. It, it was like matted and cut out and beautiful. And, uh, we had, um, you know, we had all the supplies. So obviously we have the, uh, non-acidic tape mm-hmm. so that, um, photos don't, yeah. uh, don't Get yellow yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we totally put together, we, it was, it was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't still wet. It was like ruined from like a flood or something. I don't know what it was, but we totally pulled it apart, kept all the photos. Uh, I think we even embossed them or did something to the photos before we put them in and did this it, beautiful, right? So woman comes back, we take it out of the we take it out of the bag, she starts crying. She's like, Oh my god, this is so beautiful and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, thank you, thank you. No, oh, no, we're happy to do it. Um This was like at like seven o'clock, okay? Yep. So we work till ten, right? Yeah. She leaves, goes home, comes back. <laughs> goes to Annie Ann, uh, goes to uh, Annie Ann's pretzels, gets us like a bunch of stuff, gets us a bunch of like iced coffee, stuff like that, and everything else, and comes up and like nine o'clock. I just wanted to thank you guys, and we like to That's this sweet. day, to nice. this day, we just talk about that. Like it doesn't even matter that what it was, but like just that someone really appreciated going the yeah, extra. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't like you can't make stuff like that up. You know what I mean? And uh, the funny thing is, I have Barbara on the show every now and then, and we never talked about that story. Wow! <laughs> so next time she's on, we gotta we gotta I gotta like get her uh, her take on it and whatnot. So uh, anyway, continuing delicious with, pretzels. Yes, yeah. delicious. Absolutely. <laughs> I well, I mean, I wouldn't eat them twenty four seven, but they're awesome. Um, slightly sweet, right? Like that's yeah. Oh my god! So it anyway. Uh, moving on to other celebrities who own fast food restaurants. Did you know Chris Brown had 10 Burger Kings? No, but it's sort of genius of him. It, it, it kind of is. But um, I'm surprised that he picked Burger King. Yeah, I seriously. feel like McDonald's or Wendy's would have been my top two choices. I'd be pretty angry at my, uh, my, you know, investor guy if he told me to buy Burger King. No, nah, you never know. Well, they yeah. bought out, uh, did they buy out Popeyes? They did, yeah. We were yeah. talking about that. Yeah, well, Boom. there you go. Um, Venus Williams, which uh, I give her total props for this, bought four Jamba Juices in D.C. That's a smart investment. That is brilliant because, obviously, you got the health angle and, uh, man. D.C. That, is, everyone in D.C. is super health conscious. Yeah. Well, plus, um, she's awesome. Yeah. So Now, uh, Clancy, you were telling me about <laughs> Rick Ross. Yes, Rick Ross. He owns Wingstop. He raps about them all the time. He likes his lemon pepper wings from Wingstop. He owns 25 of them, and they just recently opened one up in Medford. I haven't. Um, oh, tried really? It. Yeah, I haven't tried the Big nice. Boss's, um, you know, Wingstop just yet, but it's definitely on my list of places to go because well, I love wings. And I mean, a guy that size, if he's telling me that he likes the lemon <laughs> pepper wings that much that he almost put his own place out of business, I feel like he, they got to be good. Yeah. So you were telling me he he went to one of his locations and obviously was getting his meals comped. Yeah. So and he was doing it so much that he almost put them out of business. Yeah. Him and all of his boys would be going to the one in Atlanta near, um, you know, one of the places he would frequent at night, and they would all go after hit up Wingstop, and he almost put them out of business. His manager had to tell him to stop eating at the Wingstop for free because he was going to put them out. Wow. That's awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, that really is, it shows that he loves, you know, loves his product. Loves Wingstop. Uh, he also owns Checkers Hamburgers, which apparently are big in uh, Florida. He doesn't rap about those much, so he doesn't? I wasn't aware. No. But uh, <laughs> he can't get a lot of rhymes out of burger. Wing, though, one yeah. syllable, good to go. Yeah. yeah. Wingstop. And you can rhyme wing with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay, continuing. Now, this one I did not know. Doesn't surprise me, though. No, it doesn't. So, Robert De Niro apparently is an investor in 30 different Nobu restaurants around the world. Nobu. I don't even know what that is. It's like a super expensive, super expensive high end, yeah, Japanese, Japanese restaurant place. in New York that then expanded out. Howard Stern used to always talk about going there. I don't know if he still does or not. But, um. That makes a lot of sense Robert for a guy like Robert De Niro to do. But, like, you never hear about him endorsing it or, like, he's not using his well, own he's celebrity. Got a, he's got a pretty quiet personal life, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He stays very, uh. Off the radar. Yeah. Like most. Good for him. Like most. I think other than American Express after, uh, 9-11, he, no, he doesn't even do any endorsements. I don't even remember him doing that. I don't yeah. even remember seeing him in any endorsements. But yeah, he, he keeps it pretty close to the chest. Yeah, I mean, his, his, uh, American Express commercial was basically, it was shot in black and white, very like artsy New York style, and he just talked about you know my streets, my my shops, my city, my New York, yeah, you know my card, nothing else, and it was just it was so classy and clean that everyone just like felt so, it. So like the opposite of him and uh, what's his name, 
What's the short, angry guy from all the mafia movies he's in? Oh, Billy Crystal? Joe from Pesci. The, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, um, anger management. No. What, 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 no, uh, no, analyze this. Yeah, that was funny, but him and Joe Pesci were the best yeah. duo. Joe Pesci is just, uh, still is. Um, Drew Brees, uh, yeah, Drew Brees, yeah, Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints quarterback, owns five, five Jimmy John's locations. That's a weird what one. What is a you Jimmy John's? Have you been to Jimmy place. John's? They open yeah. Disgusting. Really? It is. They oh, opened one in Worcester, and I'm, it doesn't look good. I've been to two different Jimmy John's, and I've gotten two different things, and that's it. Never going back. Their meats were, like, slimy. Uh, but I don't know cool. if it was just the places that I was in. It was in Lowell. Oh, and, two, oh, Lowell. Lowell and uh, Alston, I think, was the other one. So. Really? There's a Jimmy John's in Lowell? Yeah, right near the school. It's. I can't imagine that's going to be open very long because Jimmy John's is not very good at all. Wow. Sorry, Jimmy John's, but... You gotta work on your sandwiches. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my god. And I can't believe that somebody would invest, like Drew Brees, somebody would invest in Jimmy John's. It's like he's never actually eaten the product before. When you think of Drew Brees, though, you don't think- There's no way he's eaten a product like that. He's a professional athlete. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, before, you at least have one of your friends or a relative or somebody to eat Jimmy John's and be like, hey, Drew, not yeah. good at Maybe all. Maybe they gave him a fat sack of cash. Yeah, I guess, man. Well, no, he's investing oh, yeah, in them. Right. I would. I can't even believe that they're they have multiple locations. Was the crazy thing to me. I would rather go to Subway over that, and they don't even have real they don't have a chicken. Real chicken. Yeah. Well, and not in Canada, at least. Yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg, of course, owns Wahlburgers. We don't really need yeah. to go into that. And finally, <laughs> Kanye West has a subsidiary called KW Foods LLC. Wow. And he partners with Fatburger. Have you ever had a Fatburger? No. Nope. No, is it good? I haven't had one. Mm. I mean, they're not around here. I think it's Chicago. It is Chicago, Chicago based. Chicago, yeah. Uh, it is just, uh, it's interesting that uh, he, man, he is everywhere, huh? Wouldn't it, it be nice? I can't imagine it being good after seeing his trashy clothing line. <laughs> How are his, I, I've heard. His, his shoes. Horrible. Like, I've heard they're. Not, they're, they're not good, but a lot of the like young people shoes. love them, yeah. Well, it's just they're just slaves to fashion, and they cost so much too. I don't I don't understand why people buy his why? stuff. Why they're called Yeezys, Yeezy, right? Yeah, How much yeah. do they cost? I don't know, like but I remember hundreds he was, and hundreds he was of selling dollars. White, he was selling white T-shirts for sixty-five bucks when he first opened his clothing line. People were buying them too. Man, sucker born every minute. No, it's just, but it goes to show, like if your reach is big enough, you can put out crap yeah. products because you only need a small. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can get a pair of Yeezy boosts for guess the price. Eight hundred. At Walmart.com. Eight hundred. A one fifty? One thousand eight hundred and seventy-four dollars. That is ridiculous. That's Walmart.com too. So. I thought they were expensive for like the way they look. They're not even that good looking shoes. Wow, no. I figured eight hundred just to be a thousand. How yeah. much? Thousand eight hundred. So a thousand oh. more dollars than. Yeah. I was off by like if this is the price is right, <laughs> yeah. like I would be. Bum, 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 bum. If you're listening to this and a follower of Mass Elites and spending a thousand bucks on Yeezys, yeah, that is my guess. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, unbelievably, the final segment of the night. It flew tonight. It re- last, you know, last night too. I don't know why. Just great, uh, great shows. That's that's what it comes down to. 508 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back.
everybody to Taste of Massachusetts final segment of the night amazing how fast tonight's uh, show went it flew by we had lots of shout outs yeah um what did uh, so got you guys <laughs> we always talk during the break and then i forget what you wanted to talk about um i think that you know, we can do any of these. Any of these well, work no, for I, me. I know you want I mean i'm sad that buffalo wild wings is selling 10% <laughs> of their restaurants um, good riddance. I like the I like the egg on everything trend. I'm good with that. Keep cracking fresh eggs well, on everything. The whole egg on everything trend. Like uh, so, uh, one of the stories from last night that I didn't pull for tonight is um, Burger King won the Marketer of the Year award for from some you know Fakakta whatever thing, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, their marketing really sucked compared to Taco Wendy's. Bell. Wendy's, yeah. Arby's. I don't even like Arby's, but Arby's did a better Arby's job. Arby's has a huge marketing. Yeah, <laughs> and um, or or IHOP. Mm-hmm. Remember during the summer they did um, pancakes on a beach. Yeah, and they do and free people pancake would ju- day, and it goes crazy. But people uh, people would type on Facebook, uh, you know, it needs more syrup, and then all of a sudden a hand would show up and pour more yeah. syrup on. Like <laughs> they they were creative, right? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Burger King just put an egg on a burger like two weeks ago. Like that trend is. Don't get me wrong. I like egg on a burger. Yeah. I think places should do it. But as a trend, as a novelty, it's it's over. I yeah, mean, everyone does thing. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like they were literally the last to do it. Like <laughs> Burger King was after Wendy's McDonald's. But now yeah. we're talking about Burger King, so you know it's <laughs> no, kind of working talk- out. Marketer talking- of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why that other thing that I was talking to you about that I told you I'm going to write one up and give shoutouts to basically all the good people. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to write. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm like I am. I am going to no, <laughs> no. I'm going to basically carve out about 60 minutes of uh, my weekend and push back other work. Or I'll do it later or whatever to do that because it needs to be done because otherwise they're going to give recognition and awards to people who don't deserve, who aren't doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Phonies. Yeah. And like real phonies, like phonies with an F. Yeah, people who are buying followers and stuff. Yeah, well, I, the other thing, you know, the thing about the bloggers who buy followers, like, cause, you know, we can talk a little bit more, uh, now about that. Um, I wouldn't even mind if they bought followers that were real and local or even in the same country. Yeah, they're not buying them from, like, <laughs> Istanbul or something. Yeah. yeah. So someone said Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> like, they made yeah. it Pakistan. Like, just because, of, like, Pakistan. Like, this, is there even an Internet presence? Apparently. Like, no, but people are probably just making fake oh, accounts yeah, yeah. and just, and, like, following yeah. them out no, so absolutely, fast. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, which which is I don't know it's amusing but like sooner or later restaurants businesses they're gonna catch on they're gonna be like yeah my question is how do I get on the other side and how does somebody buy me to follow one of their places because I'm I'm into it if somebody, oh yeah well if, that uh, I think we uh, we talked about how I mean over time it's gonna be it, it's it's still new it's still early 
So it's still working out, like, the the market as a whole is just working out its kinks. Yeah. I think it'll happen. I think right now the biggest thing is just focus on building quality base. Mm-hmm. That's it. Quality base, quality content. Don't worry about monetizing yet. Cause we get some we get some great fans out there. Well, especially because, like, sooner or later you're going to start to have these fans that, like, will police your account for you. That's pretty good. So, like, if someone steals a photo, they will call out, like... It yeah, I us. remember that. Yeah, someone was... stole one of my photos, and one of your fans called them out on it, and then you told me, you know, that's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, we gotta stick together, the foodie community. You have we to. We can't let the phonies in. Can't wait till we have a a foodie feud. Yeah, we gotta get some beef. Going. Oh, I think there's already <laughs> been a few foodie feuds. No, but I want like East Coast, West Coast style. You, you want? Well, I think Boston, Without, Western. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Worcester. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, choose choose wisely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Worcester underscore eats is a great account and stuff like that. But like, there's not many, not many in Worcester. It's an open place. You gotta start messaging the restaurants out there, telling them, you know, you'll put them on the map. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you gotta tell them to take off. Hard tacos. That's no what, hard tacos. No, no, no. Why is that still a thing? <laughs> yeah, and you gotta double layer the soft tacos. You have yes, to. Hundred percent. I tried to reach out to a ton of places in Manchester, and I, they just haven't. No Manchester, New Hampshire. Manchester, yeah. New Hampshire, and they just haven't figured it out yet. And there's tons of restaurants, but I don't know where to go. I don't know what's good because nobody is, you know, nobody has a social media presence. Nobody's posting their food. There's yeah. no places where I can be like, wow, that dish looks really delicious. I have to go there. I'm just going to the same four or five places, and most of the time the food's not even that great. But I'm afraid to venture out because it might be bad again so it <laughs> might be even worse it might be worse yeah double, double you know right exactly that's how i feel you know if i'm gonna get um cold you know potato wedges i at least know that i'm getting cold potato wedges oh, that sounds disgusting, are you man. um when when you're driving to massachusetts and back to new hampshire do you go through uh what towns do you go through 495 93 so do you hit haverhill I do. Haverhill's got a lot of good restaurants. I'm going to have to stop into Haverhill. I don't know anything about that city. Haverhill's it's, happening. Haverhill's happening. <laughs> That's the mayor came out Sounds with Sounds like a, a t-shirt. Yeah, right, he did. He right was, before their exit, there's like doing construction, so it's always slow down, and there's like the Chateau right there, and I've heard yes. great things about the Chateau, and uh, I just haven't pulled off. Chateau is one of those places, it's always, I, I mean, I've always had good experiences there, but talking to enough people sometimes it's bad yeah most of the time it's good but like i do hear mixed reviews i've never had a bad time there but it is what it is it's 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 uh, italian right it's, it's i don't it's, even know what they serve it's italian red sauce style traditional old school italian restaurant least it's favorite it's never bad but it is what it is you know like don't expect north end style don't mm-hmm. expect mediterranean style it's very Italian American, old school, you know, mobster style. Got it. Yeah, I'm not against it. No, not, I, I'm not either. I'm no, not either. I was not just either. spoiled because I was working in the city for so long, and you know, there was places exactly. everywhere. And now, you know, I don't have that same same thing. Yeah, it's like the difference between Cafe Vittoria and Starbucks. Exactly. <laughs> Technically, I'm eating Market Basket Pizza every single day, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> They do a good it job. It is good. You know, good. you know why? Because they have that dough. That dough, though. It's good. Oh, that dough. Um, that's going to do it for us tonight. Very fast show. Lee Clancy from at Eats on Instagram. Definitely follow them. Thank you guys for coming in. 
Thank, thank you, you for all the great shout-outs. Russ, behind the glass, thank you very much. Great job tonight. Thanks for the thumbs up. Stay tuned next for the Ultimate Culture Shock, going from this show to Michael Savage and the Savage Nation, here on AMA 30 WCRN.